Great example, Jay. Thanks, me. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 143, entitled, What Happens When Plans Change? What happens to you emotionally when plans change? Do you just roll with it? Is it a deal breaker? Do you break out in a cold sweat? Does it give you energy and motivation? Pull up a chair at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Please make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you would, please give us a five-star review. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? No matter who you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, well, they're not as good as they could be. And if things are bad and you feel alone, well, things just got that much worse. There is a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, which states, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is all about. Each week we go over what's good or bad in our lives, along with some food talk to model rejoicing and mourning. Then we hit the main topic. So while it may not be 1215 in Rome, we're treating it like it is. Lunchtime, Lunchtime in, in Rome. 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 Good, Rome. On, good on you, B. Yep. Rome. Uh, yeah, so I'll go first. Uh, two. I'm going to do two bads. One, I'm not going to go into any detail, but if you've been listening to the show, uh, last week we talked about mass formation and uh i'm dealing with somebody that i believe is is going through some mass formation and we can't see eye to eye on on some things and it's it's brought some tension and some uh heartbreak to me and it's been it's been pretty tough um and i want to give the person the respect and not go in any detail or anything like that it's, you know but it's been hard like it's just been hard dealing with with this time and i don't know if i've ever seen you the way that you are now because of what has happened and that's interesting to me because i've known you for a long long time yeah. i've never quite seen you say that well heard you say the things that you've said yeah. or seen you react this way yeah so it's kind of like, really weighing on you uh, yeah right and it's it's sort of like that fine line between he might be in a really mature and healthy place and he could go full tilt. Right. Like, and I'm not, I mean, it's a little funny mm-hmm. to say that, but look at him. He's over there like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's me. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen, but, his, his but eyes, I'm not going to do his eyes what everybody thinks I'm going to do. <laughs> but what you've been through for you to be able to verbalize and to communicate it and to be open and honest and vulnerable yeah, and to be at peace with yourself, yeah. not at peace with the situation, right. but right. your peace with yourself. I'm sleeping at night. Is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. On the other and, hand. And that's, you've come a long way because at some point, at oh, one point, there's man. no way. You, you no would have eaten your way. I would have eaten into, my way. Yeah. 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 Uh, so good for you. So there's for that. For being healthy. Yeah. So there's that uh, silver that's lining to it. The other thing, there's a woman that is ruining my life and her name is Ellen Hammond. <laughs> and her email is really, really close to my email. And she has signed up for some kind of I job. I was like, I don't remember what relative it is that is. <laughs> I have no idea who Ellen Hammond is, but she signed up for some job recruiting thing. And you've got opportunities. At Home Depot. <laughs> There's some local places where she, like, I think lives maybe in Texas, like Sp- so Spring, Texas. Bucky Saddle Shop yeah. is calling you. <laughs> There's like, there, but it's like 20 emails a day, and I'm like, this this can't go on any longer. It's just, it's insane. So I've, I've, I haven't looked very hard yet, but I'm trying to figure out if I can find... Maybe it was disc golf Barb. Maybe, she, maybe she. She's not. I just saw her the other day. Yeah, I went down her aisle and I was like, "Nope." Turn around, walked right back out. I don't think she remembers me this much. Oh this man, point. but it's so aggravating. It's just like how uh, many a day? It's like twenty a day, man. No, yeah, it's it has dude, to be get her some... the job. Reply, moving <laughs> forward. No, dude, I've reported spam and unsubscribed to every single one. Oh, that's a job. It's got to stop. Poor Ellen. Uh, Cuz well, I would contact her if I knew what her email is, but right now I know that her, well, her email is my email right now. I was going to say just email yourself. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ooh, what if it's like a fight club thing? 
You did it on purpose. On You're your doing own. it to oh, yourself subconsciously. <laughs> That's where the stress is gone from all the <laughs> he's sabotaging his own life. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's just so. That's, that's, it's been annoying. Um, but uh, that would be the thing that your alter ego that you don't know about would do to you. Yes, to yeah. That you. is true. That is true. Um, <laughs> but uh, good this week. I'm gonna go with um i think it was my good last week but i started working out with uh our friend max and we've been consistent and it's been good it's been good for both of us keeping each other accountable what are you um, doing we're doing weightlifting and, and a little bit of running All right. um so a lot of focused uh not like not like crossfit but more right. like just focused on getting stronger and, and whatnot sure and he knows his stuff and it's 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 been really good so we, i didn't even know that yeah and he's and he's uh you know we've talked he's just easy to hang out with and um and we've had a lot of good discussions and yeah he's been he's been good and we actually i'll say that the the other thing we had a game night um up at church uh with chris ethan uh max and he brought a friend ibrahim and uh what do you look like um well, he was. I think he's. I think he. He's Arabic. Big guy. No. because oh, I have a neighbor, Ibrahim. I mean, yeah. How many? <laughs> yeah. How many? Ibrahim. I told you it was the Russian Brian von Block. Yeah. No. Because he goes. It's like Abraham, only different. Yeah. He. Lo- <laughs> I mean, he looks like like, I mean, like Russian Arabic, like that part but of not, the world. Like, like a yeah, like you know, not a big guy. Right. Um. But Max told me that. How many Ibrahims can there be? <laughs> Yeah. Max two, told me that Ibrahim uh, said that it was the most fun that he had in a long time, and I was like, "Man, that's amazing!" So, like, we'll definitely have him back. We when we did have a blast, it was so much fun. Um, and uh, food this week, I'm gonna go with uh, Steel Cup Coffee. Um, I picked some up randomly, whole bean, and I've been grinding it and using my French press, and man. My mornings are just a little bit brighter right now. They, oh man, it's delicious! It is like some of the best coffee I've ever had, and they're local. They're in what's uh, it called? Steel Cup. Mm. They're in uh, New Ken. Okay. Um. Yeah, really good coffee. Not right. a sponsor. Not yet. French press can be really good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't know. <laughs> but I celebrate the fact that you're having good coffee. Boom. Yeah, you're not a coffee drinker. Half cup in my life. In your life? In my life. I may or may not have not been sober at the time. Wow. And it might have been four fish sugar. <laughs> and still well, wasn't good. Maybe that's why you didn't, don't like coffee. I also don't like hot beverages. Oh, man. Interesting. That's right. I do make cold brew. Yeah, but still. Brian, what's been going on in your life, buddy? Um, so I'm going to go with the good first. Um, I guess number one over the weekend uh, it was my mom's birthday. Um, she turned 70 and we got to celebrate her. Um, we went out and um, did a, an escape room. There's 10 of us, which was di- more difficult than a, a, an escape room. I think it made the, I think it prevented us from escaping. There was just too many people saying too many things. Mm. I think like, I and think no, if you no leadership, right. I think if you have more people four yeah, four or five people, that's, that's so anyway, but we had a really good time and that was, that's the bottom line. Not to Ethan. Ethan wanted to win. He, you know, but ruined everything. No, he was, I mean, like, it ruined everything. Yeah, he not was, him. Actually, no, he was actually pretty good. Um, he's, he's been great, but so we had a really nice, um, really nice uh, fun time doing that. And then we went to Atria's and had a really nice dinner. Um, so that was nice. It was a good weekend. Um, I, I really, everybody went around and said something about, you know, what, what my mom meant to them. And it really touched her, which was really, it was a cool moment. And I'm not being funny, which is great to do when they're alive. It, yeah. No, <laughs> right. Know, it, while it, they're alive. Right. And tape it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We forgot For to like when, that. you know, it was the funeral. You just yeah, play right. the tape. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, but so that was really nice. And then I would say the, the, the other thing would be I've had some really good times with Abby over the past week uh, and, and just doing, um, you know, not, not like taking her to Universal Studios or anything like that. We um, we're going to be switching bedrooms upstairs. Ooh, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. And I'm not looking forward Who's to going where. Um, so Abby's going to get the balcony room. And then who's we're, there now? We are. Lex oh, and okay. I. Um, it's a, it's a little bit of a smaller bedroom, but it has a balcony on it, but it, it's always the, the doors fall, the, the, the balcony door, the screen door part of it's all, like, it's hard to open. So it, 
you're like, I just don't want to deal with it. So you don't <laughs> go out onto the balcony. So we're going to be getting the do- eventually getting a slide, a new sliding glass door in there. But we're switching rooms. So Abby's getting the balcony room. It's a little bit of a smaller room. Lex and I are getting the bigger master bedroom. So Lex can have a closet back. Because right now, she, I mean, she, she has the closet, but she has to walk into Abby's room right. to get it. So anyways... Mm. So we're switching the rooms. So Abby was it's like, she's just been all about this. And she, she's like, she, she picked her paint colors. I mean, if you, if you know, Abby, she's one of the most comfortable people in her own skin of anybody I've ever met in my life. She's so completely comfortable in her skin at 10 years old. She's confident. She's, she's articulate. She's humble. Um, and so anyways, she, she picked out all our colors and then she was just, she wanted to help. So we, she, uh, she helped me paint. And it wasn't like a kid helping an adult paint. She actually did a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, I didn't have to re- really repaint over anything. But I loved her spirit. And just hanging out with her, um, showing her that good work is fulfilling. And, you know, just, just being that kind of example to her um, and having that good time with her was great. And then yesterday I picked her up from school and we went to Molino Carpet because she's gonna we're gonna get carpeting in that room and um like she knows exactly what she wants with the carpet so we walked into the uh the showroom and the the girl's looking at me uh (laughs) and she was like so what are you after i'm like i have no idida talk to abby (laughs) so she's she's talking to and and like I went off to a completely different part of the store, and Abby's over there like, yeah, I want, like, I'm looking she's for just, small loop. She, uh, <laughs> she was like, I need it to be shaggy, and I don't want, like, the flex in it. I want this color. And, like, the girl would show her, uh, like, um, uh, a, a sample, and Abby would, you know, hem and haw and be like, no, can you show me something? Like, she was completely... 45 years old. Yeah, complete And, like... The, the get up she was in like she had uh, blue jeans on and these like wedge like she just looked like little miss thing you know mm. uh, but it, it's so i'm so proud of the fact that she could walk into a store oh, talk to yeah. talk to an adult get what she wants and have no you know and not be bossy about it but be firm so anyways <laughs> just i'm really proud of her and she that. got free padding thrown in <laughs> <laughs> she's making deals um so that it, it was just it, it i had those are a couple good moments with abby uh the bad would be lex was supposed to be here at she the was. podcast tonight my she wife was. alexis is supposed to be at the podcast tonight well overdue in and of itself yes and she um just couldn't make it due to unforeseen circumstances um headache you know, and and it just it it's it it sucks. Migraine, migraine. Yeah, um, just she deals. With, I mean, she deals with it, and it's it's a struggle um, for her to get above water some days. You know, just to even get out of bed. And <sighs> she woke. And she's been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to. This. I think we've all been looking forward to this. But she got out of bed, and you know, this morning, and she was doing okay. Um, but as the day went on, like she came into my office at like four thirty, and was like, I- "I'm sorry." It's like you know, you don't need to right. be sorry. This it sucks, but um, so, anyways, that's the bad. I just I wish that she could get right. I wish that you know, I I <laughs> I went to Sam's Club this morning, and on the way out, I'm like, hey, do you want me to pick you up some of that medication that's going to make everything feel better for all the time? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's. She was like, yeah, give me a bunch of that. Um, but I wish I could, but I can't. No, you know. So, um, anyways, so that's the bad. My food is um. My my parents volunteer at a food bank, and from time to time, oh, yeah. they get excess food. They drop it off to me. Um, I, they got this standing rib roast for me. It was this big, thick... Bone-in? Bone-in. Big, thick cut. Uh, it was about two and a half pounds, which I was like, man, I don't know if this is going to feed my... You know, feed everybody. Uh, just, the you know, the four of us. Um, and so I contacted you, Jay, about, hey, do you have any, you know, idea how to cook this? I'm pretty sure you just went on to, like, hey... Yeah. Rib rope recipes and well, he sent reverse me one. sear is what I meant. Is, uh, all, is the is the method? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. so I I altered the the um the recipe a little bit just because the size was different, right? Sure. The recipe a bit was of like, math. yeah. The recipe was like a ten pound, so the timing and some of the uh, so you know the the measurements were different, but overall it was the same idea, the same principle. It right. turned out so well. It fed all of us and more, mm-hmm. and it was so delicious. Chalupa like them bones. I think no, we don't give her the bones. Lex, Lex has a, Lex has a thing about it. Um, yeah, yeah it's, more chicken, more like the chicken bones. Well, no, you, you don't give d- it never. No, yeah, gosh, those are breakable. No. Right. Plus, then he'll attack the chicken. But no, I I ate, I ate the bone. <laughs> like I didn't eat the bone, but I kept the bone for myself, and uh, it was it was a delicious bone. And um, so, anyways, 
that's my food it was it was wonderful thank you for recommending the reverse sear stuff or whatever it was called mm-hmm. um good Method. stuff yeah uh loving the story with abby like that's just it's and again just doing things mm-hmm. and that's like those are the kind of moments that i've enjoyed with maggie mm-hmm. so like i'm looking forward to those moments where she's involved she's doing something and like that's awesome that you got to do that with her and like she's picking her thing and you're part of it and yeah that's fun i'm a very small part of that yeah but i mean dude <laughs> yeah. you're you're painting that's not small right. you know like you're painting with right. her and having conversations mm-hmm. and it's, it's good it's such bonding yeah it's awesome but anyways so Jay. for me my bad and my good is kind of the same thing and that is i was at a young life regional staff committee volunteer weekend and i've been to one of those since i was on staff now 14 years ago but uh so that's it was a good thing and just being in a room with over 200 people worshiping the top of their lungs you know and, and i was for the most part able to turn off my staff mind because mm-hmm. i'm watching like you know transitions between songs and okay right. was the if the skits coming on next how come there's a pause you know i was able to kind of quiet that a good bit i can't turn it off mm-hmm. but it was just good to be back in that in that world and it's crazy because the last one i went to i was up front i was doing the program i was the metro director you know? the last one you went to like 14 years ago yeah. or whatever yeah wow you know and like i tell everybody it's like now i'm, I'm kind of a ghost yeah. you know like the old timers there they know me right you know and some of the young people that i have mentored or, or reached out to they know me but right out of the 200 people there 180 had no idea who and that I was, was such a big part of your life for for quite was, a while yeah it was all it's mean, yeah. what i did right so I was in this, so it was just good and good to meet people. Good to see people. You know, I had one guy come up to me and he's like, oh, you know, you don't remember me, do you? And I'm like, sure I do. And it was kind of like, but buddy, we weren't, we weren't close 20 years ago. So it's not really good to catch up with you. Right. <laughs> like, we weren't close then. I don't know what we're doing now, but Hey, nice to talk to you. He ruffled his hair and sent him on his way <laughs> without being condescending. Right. But. I was in a seminar on how to run committee because I'm the committee chair. So now instead of being the staff guy, I'm the guy that helps represent the ministry and raise money for the ministry and act as a liaison between the ministry and the community. And, and so I'm on the other side of the fence and I'm in a meeting and it was just really good stuff. And watching these people who for 18 years have led the committee up in uh, it's called Penn West, but it's North of the city, kind of oil city, Titusville, Ever heard of it? which is a good time for us to say that Chris isn't here with us tonight because he graciously stepped out so that Lex could be here. And then it was too late for him to fill in. And uh, my guy, Doug Bentley, is here off the mic. He will be on the mic in the coming weeks. Yeah. We have been friends for just about 44 years. Wow. Uh, we lost touch for 30 of those, 34 or so. But uh, he's back in the fold, and he's got a story to tell that you'll hear in the next couple of weeks. Can't wait. But I'm sitting in that meeting and overwhelmed at this couple who has just poured their life into ministry, and they've really done good work with the the committee and good ideas, and everybody's got around. I'm getting motivated, 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 and I'm making plans. And then I sit here and I go, all right, now I have church tomorrow. All right, good. And we still have to raise some money for the floor. Okay, yeah. And we have to get the air conditioning bill. All right, okay. And uh, all right, I'm coaching this week. All right, that's good. And then and I was telling the story to, to Brian, and he goes, and you lead a podcast. I was like, oh, I'm the creative director for a podcast. And I'm also uh, in charge of building a disc golf course and maintaining it. I was like, and I just sat there quietly for a minute, and I was like, I- I'm in charge of an awful lot of things. And Chris last night, last night was like, you know, oh, and you, do you feel like a failure? And I was like, no. What? I was like, no, I don't feel like a failure. I, I said, you know, you get to a point of, am I doing 80% five things or uh, am I doing 100% right. five things? And, right. Because what would I pair? None of them. And, you know, and, and so it's just, it's been good and it's been challenging. And then, you know, this week I got a phone call. This <laughs> is great, like not life moment, but I, I walk in the house and Rachel says, there's a message for you on the home phone. I'm like, oh, okay. Hmm. And it was like, hi, this is so-and-so. Jay, I have some questions for you. Give me a call. And I was like, bro, you got to do better than that. Mm-hmm. If I don't recognize your name, you don't tell me what it's about. You just say you got some questions. You can sell something to somebody else. <laughs> so I'm not returning the call. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I said, well, it could be Bill Smith. But it, you know, it could be Bill Smith's son, Will. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that's not what he said. And then I went and I checked the caller ID and I was wrong on Will. It was Phil. And I'm like, oh, crap. And yeah, Bill Smith passed away. And uh-huh. it was this guy's son calling me to do the funeral. Mm. And Bill Smith, 
by the way, not his real name. Right. Uh, that was one of the people who had mentored me for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's a crazy guy and he's a great guy and he is in his seventies and he passed away. And so it's like, okay, you know, my line, whatever you need, whatever, you whenever need you it. need it. Oh, okay. So, so now we're planning a funeral for Saturday morning. We're going to have a luncheon after that. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the cemetery. And it's like, so that's what we're doing this week. Oh, all right. Let's bang that out. You yeah. know? And it's a big deal because the guy meant a lot to a lot of people, and I want to make sure we do it right. Yeah. So just like, oh, I also do funerals. No. Um, so Brian just asked me if it was Dick Shorthouse. It's not. <laughs> not to be confused with years ago when a Richard Shorthouse died in like, oh, it might have been like Washington, PA. Wow. And I got phone calls, and like one woman is weeping, and I was like, I mean, I'm sure somebody loved that dude, but it's not the dude <laughs> you're thinking of. And Dick thought it was great. But no, it was not Texture House. So that's just what I got going on. A lot going on. And it's all good. And school's already canceled because it's going to rain tomorrow. So <laughs> there is that. Uh, Food-wise, at the lunch or at the, the Young Life weekend, you had time to go out with your team. So we had two volunteer leaders there, our staff person, and three of us that were on committee. And it's at the Monroeville Doubletree. And everybody's like, oh, you'll go to Olive Garden? You want to go to Friday's? I was like, no. What? No. <laughs> what? I said, you know where we're going? We because our Young Life area is Penn Hills and Woodland Hills. Mm. Yeah. And the two volunteer leaders we have are both from uh, Woodland Hills. One, Imani, spelled with an E. The mm. other one, Siani. Mm. So Imani and Siani. Spelled with an E. Yeah. And Imani is a African-American young lady from Woodland Hills. And Siani is a graduate of uh, Liberty College. Pitt grad school and works for Emerging Leadership Foundation at Woodland Hills High School, and she's from Pine Richland. So Imani mm. and Siani sound the same. Wow. Very different backgrounds. Yeah. Where do we go to lunch? I said, I'll take care of you. And you're in Monroeville area? Mm-hmm. Oh. We went right over the hill. Shelly Pie. Yes. Dude, I, oh, I was thinking, because mm. I was thinking, what's, it down, was, it was, what's down near the Wolf Arena? Shelly Pie. It was such a baller move because there's nobody there. There's no crowd. And they're oh, like, wait man. a minute. You're gluten-free. Why are you bringing us to Shelly Pie? And I said, because I'm so excited to watch you eat this pizza. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> said, this, it is this, so good. It is Vincent's without the cigarette ashes yep. and everything else. And it's I got, greasy, I got it's a heavy. very mediocre steak salad and just watched them eat this <sighs> pizza that was like, oh, it was so good. So it was sort of a graduation for me because I was cool with it. Like, whatever. You eat. I'm going to watch. I'll enjoy. And it was so funny because they almost got mad. Like, why would you even bring us here? Right. And I was like, it's, it's called selfless love. <laughs> Lifting you up. Get it. You know. So, uh, Brian, you uh, had a brilliant idea uh, when uh, Lex couldn't be here this evening. You said, why don't we? So why don't you introduce what we're doing this evening? Yeah, um, what happens when plans change? Because I, they happen all. It happens all the time, and um, there's there can be a lot of um, emotion attached to that. Um, there are people that are terrified with the fact that plans will change, uh, and there are people that just, just kind of go with the flow. I'm of the latter. Um, I'm not really tied to. Um, you know, any one thing, I understand that life happens, there's sickness, there's emergencies, there's, you know, just not being able to make a, a, a previous engagement that you said you were going to be at, whatever it might be. Um, now, do I want to live in chaos? I certainly don't. And I do value when plans do stay the same and, um, you know, are, are consistent. Um, but again, there's a lot of people that are not able to roll with the punches and and out of that comes hurt you know out of that comes or or out of that comes reactions based on past hurts so you know i just figured in light of lex not being able to come tonight um what what do we do when plans change how do we how do we cope and how do we react to it Mm -hmm. uh because we do react differently right and that's i think the first area we can go into is what is it about it? Like if you like, if you say, Oh, I don't mind. And somebody else goes, Oh, I really mind. Mm-hmm. Well, what's behind that? Right. So I thought we would look at each of the emotional needs and talk about, well, how does it manifest itself? Right. And there's two that I have that to me don't. <laughs> so like if, if you have don't, a high need, what do you mean? Don't they, don't, manif- they don't apply to this, oh, okay. whatever. And that is comfort and affection. Mm-hmm. I, I think if you have a high need for affection and somebody changes plans, whatever. Sure. Right. If you have a high need for comfort. Whatever low need doesn't make it better. Doesn't make it worse. You don't think you don't think people uh, who have a high need for comfort um, 
need to be because comfort needs to be you need to be reassured right comfort is somebody joining you in an, in your emotion when you're either really happy or really sad so i mean i guess if the, it depends on the situation mm-hmm. if it was like a celebration for your birthday and everybody's like change the plan yeah right. we're not doing it well right. then okay sure. sure but just in general if it's a work schedule if like tonight for the podcast right people behind you for comfort you're like whatever right sure i got you if it was about comfort well then of course right that is immediately being taken from you but I think one of the first ones to look at is emotional security. Mm-hmm. You know, emotional security is just knowing that relationships are okay, mm-hmm. that nothing is changing. And if you have a high need for security and all of a sudden somebody says, oh, by the way, we're hanging out tomorrow night. Oh, wait, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. What did I do? What, why? Or, or, yeah. Well, that, or, I, I guess belonging would be what no, did I do. No, no, we'll get, no, it's, it's, uh, see, no, this is great. This is what we do. Actually, what you said, what did I do would be acceptance. Okay. Did, did the plans change because it's my fault? Are right. you mad at me? Right. It's mm. is so for security. It's just, are you no longer wanting to be with me? Is the relationship that you and I have no longer as solid as I mm. thought it was? Even if it's a relationship with work, right? If work says, "Oh, hey, don't bother coming in tomorrow," am I getting fired? Am I getting fired? Right. Is it? And that security of, oh, mm. what I thought I knew, I didn't know. And as you said, and I thought we might look at this later but maybe we'll do it as we go along how your past hurts really impact your present emotions Mm -hmm. because if you know your plans changed and something bad happened Mm -hmm. catastrophically trauma well then yeah when somebody's plans change that's going to ring a bell and if it was about security like dad said we're going to go to the mall and then dad didn't come home for two years well, yeah, like for me, and again, security is one of my lowest needs, but I, I have had things happen in the past where you have, I, you know, I've had friend groups that have betrayed me and we've talked mm-hmm. about that before. And so there, there are times like if, if a plan, sh- if, if, if a plan's change and I'm not involved in the plans changing and, and, and it's, it's, yeah, we're just not going to do that anymore. And like, I'm on the outside looking in almost that's when my radar goes up because Mm. it goes back to the past where I've had friends betray me. And it's like, they made plan, they made other plans and just didn't want me to be a part of them. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, we're going to, we're going to tell Brian, we're going to do this. And then we're just not going to do that. And then we're going to go over here and have the same exact party or the same exact get together that we would have had, but we just didn't want Brian involved with that. So sometimes that like, that past hurt will creep up and I'm like, nah, you know, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, not stupid. And I don't care anyways, but, but that, you know, that's something that I guess from my past, that's, secu- uh, that, that's where the security alarm bell goes off for me, mm-hmm. which is not funny because it hurt you, but it's funny because I go, actually that's more belonging, well, sure. okay, but, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm debating that in my <laughs> head because belonging is, Hey, I'm a part of something. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they hurt you. But you could presently be insecure because you've been hurt in belonging mm-hmm. before, right? Because this could because this could have nothing to do with belonging. It could be, you know, like I said, a work thing. Like, hey, meetings canceled, whatever else. You know, that could the fact that the plans change still cause you strife and and angst. Mm-hmm. But it's not about belonging. But your hurt was from the belonging years ago. I don't mean to take away from your point, but j- just recently, um, I had something happen where. I thought we were going to get together and it was kind of a big deal because we who I'm not going to say, Oh, but not we, me. No, 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 no. Cause I'd be ready no, to apologize. Just, just a we, group of, a group somebody. of people that I know, I know well. And there were, there was a dynamic to this group that was going to be changing. And, um, we had talked about getting together. It was clear that we were going to get together and then they got together and I didn't, mm. I was never, there was never, there was, and since then there's been zero recognition or discussion about it at all. So now like to me, now that's just a disrespect thing. I don't care about the belonging. I don't care about the security. Like neither of those things are, are going off for me. But in that case, like the disrespect is huge. Um, so I don't know. I know this one. You do that. You do know this. I one. do know. This so, one. um, Right. Well, that's that's how, why, why do I why do I progress to just this? I mean, obviously, I'm high in respect, but why do I progress to distrust? Because your need for belonging is met in other places right now. Mm-hmm. Your need for security is nil, mm-hmm. but your need for respect is high. Mm-hmm. Still right. not as high as we think, but the test could be flawed. But make sure you take it as Doug's over here taking it as we speak. He's like, well, if it's flawed, why am I even taking it? <laughs> but th- that's where, 
your that's the emotional need that's being taken now mm-hmm. is the respect. Mm-hmm. You don't care, like whatever. Pound salt. If I don't ever see you again, that's cool. Right. But don't disrespect me. Right. Because that's you have a high level of respect, which is another one of the emotional needs that gets impacted when when um, when time when plans change. Mm-hmm. And that's I think relatively obvious mm-hmm. that hey, you know, you didn't say can we change plans? You know, what we're saying is something happens. And this is even a case like with with Lex and her headache. You know, it's it's out of her hands. It's out of anybody's hands. Right. You know, but there's times where it's like, no, I set this time. Mm-hmm. This is what's supposed to happen. Now, I don't feel that way. Right. I have a high need for respect. But others, when things happen, that's what rears its ugly head. Now, let alone if somebody just changes plans and didn't consult you. Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah, your, your need for respect is going to go through the roof. You're, um, you're going to be hurt in that regard. And so that that one's like a slam dunk, mm-hmm. you know, respect. Right. But two, the other one, which is belonging, we already referenced that a little bit. Belonging is that need to be a part of something. Yeah. You know, there are lone rangers out there who, or should I say, you know, there's, well, yeah, they, they have their tonto and that's all they need. Mm-hmm. But many people have a high need for belonging to know that they're, you know, and that's why this gets confusing, accepted into a bunch of different groups or at least one big group. And when plans change and you're not a part of that, you question your status in the group. You question their caring. You know, do they value you as much as you value them? And that puts you on shaky terms. But yeah, that is overlapping with emotional security. Right. And, and I mean, we've always talked about a lot of these things, a lot of these topics. You are going to have a lot of overlap with the different emotional, you know, needs and, and how you respond. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't think anything is... is it's, it's, it's not always just one thing. And I think that's important to, to mention, you know, as we try to w- work through these, it's going to be a combination of different things a lot of times. And that's good. That's fine. And the key is to know what's going on inside your own body. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if all you know is you're just pissed off, mm-hmm. well, what do you do with that? Right. How do you communicate that? How do you have it comforted? Where are you going to go with it? Nowhere. But if you can say, all right, is this, you know, why do I feel the way I feel? Mm-hmm. And reading through that book, The Body Keeps the Score, which is the effects of trauma on the body physically, it talks about in the healing is being aware of what's going on in your body, being aware of what's going on in your mind. Mm-hmm. That when you've gone through trauma, you know, Doug and I had breakfast the other day. Doug's a police officer and he talked about when you come across a murder victim mm-hmm. or somebody who takes their own life. And he said, mm-hmm. well, you just detach mm-hmm. <laughs> and you move through it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens in trauma. Mm-hmm. And so if you have enough times where you have been emotionally hurt, you can detach and you're not aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to know what these different emotions are and how they pertain to different topics. Like something as simple and every day is plans change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regards to acceptance. You know, that's, is that one of your needs, Eric? Yeah. And how does that, give me an ex- not example, but how does that pertain to when plans change? Or does it? I don't know if it does because I I do have a high need of belonging and I feel like it's more belonging for me. Like I would, I like to be involved in whatever's going on. Well, like you know, we were talking, and I'm much more uh, comfortable. I, before I lose the thought, I'm much more comfortable now than I ever have been. Like well, you've if come I, a long way, right? But and if I hear you guys go like disc golfing, like and even no, I couldn't go. Like I know I couldn't go, and you guys just didn't tell me. You, you didn't invite me because you knew that I couldn't go. I still have that feeling of like, man, I missed out. But I'm also like, I'll go next time. You know, like it's not like it's not like it used to be like similar to Brian, like back in the day. Like I didn't get invited because my friend group didn't really like me. So like it's not like that now. So I'm much more comfortable with it. With it and I've come a long way, but <clears throat> and I have better friends. But um, so your answer is you're not sure how. Yeah. Brian, you were going to interrupt him. Yeah. Or add two. <laughs> no, I mean, he yeah. didn't interrupt him. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I was, thinking, yeah, I was thinking about one of your bads, you know, the the bad that you've just had recently. Um, and we were talking before uh, over dinner about the, the belonging aspect of that. Yeah. Would you consider that a plans changing? Like you had a certain or I guess trauma in general, like, you know, you're all of a sudden you get a call that they've died or that they've got cancer. I mean, that would be a big change of plans for you. Yeah, right? this one hit, and it's weird because we talked about this because it's more of a hit on respect. I don't really have a high need of respect, but this one was specifically, this was specifically disrespect. Which outside of this podcast is a great example of, even if you have a low need 
for an emotional need. You don't have a you know a huge need for it. Right. You can still be hurt. In yeah. It. You know, if you don't have a high need for security, but you come home and an asteroid has fallen on your house, well, that's going to leave you a little shaken for a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So specific to this, you're like, it wasn't that. Right. Let me give an example because yeah. we say, you know, when, when we are hurt, it goes four places. I don't, we say this, this is the reality of it. Right. It goes to anger, fear, guilt, and self-condemnation. Right. Well, if it's guilt, that is the one that is most closely is, is associated with acceptance. Mm-hmm. So for example, even like today, I said, you know, with Lex canceling, I can go, oh man, we should have had her on a long time ago and this wouldn't even be an issue. Mm-hmm. Or if I would have checked in with her more often, or if I would have had a backup mm-hmm. plan in place just in case, man, it's my fault that this isn't going to be what it could be tonight. So the plan's changed and it's my fault. Right. Even when it has nothing to do with you. Right. Now, I don't feel that way, by the way. Right. Those are all true statements, but yeah. I'm not walking around beating myself over the back. Right. So if, if when the plans change, you make it about, if you feel like it's your fault, then your high need for acceptance is being impacted by the plans changing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that I can make that work. Yeah. And like going back to the appreciation part of it, I think the only way that I could probably maybe uh, link that with with changing of plans is I would appreciate like one, it's like changing of plans. What we're talking about is like last minute. It's not like, a rescheduling of events. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, in, in two weeks, we're supposed to do this. Oh, no, we got to reschedule and do it, you know. Uh, but it still applies to a degree. Yeah. But I would appreciate. It's amplified. I mean, I would appreciate, you know, knowing that we're going to change it and just that communication. But I also but it would appreciate, like, if it were to happen, like, a knee-jerk reaction. This is where my mind went originally. Like, if it's a knee-jerk reaction, like, let's say it's your birthday. You know, it's like, oh, we got to cancel. But, uh, you know, Sorry. Jay, we really appreciate you. We're going to, we're going to, you know, get you, we're going to celebrate you and we appreciate you so much, you know, that kind of thing. And we're really going to, you know, have a great big party, you know, that kind of thing. Like that's the only thing that I can kind of tie appreciation to from my perspective. Well, I would say if you are the one (laughs) making the plans and you've set all these plans up and then last minute people change them, Mm. did you even appreciate all the work that I put into this Mm -hmm. or, you know, you, me. Yeah. So that's where, to me, appreciation. Yeah. Like that, you, that, what I you're saying is you that. Appre- but also with the appreciation, yeah, if the event was to appreciate you, then yeah, your appreciation is yeah. going to be taken no, from you. No, yours definitely, yours definitely makes much more sense. And I know like, like Amy's been put in that situation where she's put in a lot of effort and stuff and then like only one person can go. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Girls night. Yeah. And, and then two girls show. Yeah. And I'll tell you, like now that we're talking about this, um, I don't feel like I have a high, a very high need for appreciation. I, I mean, it is, it is kind of high on my, um, when I took the test, but like there's, there's not times, I think the, the most clear time is like if I'm putting on a party or something at my house, like I'm putting so much thought and intention into a lot of different things. And so like for me, like if it, again, plans change and parties are going to go like, but, but there's, there's times where like, you'll go through a party and be like, oh, somebody didn't, they didn't really appreciate that aspect right. of what I did. That's a great example. And that's the only time, like, that's the only time where I feel like it really hits me, you know, it hits home. Like if I'm, if I'm putting a, a effort into doing something. It's also a little bit of respect too. Cause like you have a high need of respect. I feel like it's the respect side of appreciation. Mm. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. No, it's a good example yeah. of appreciation. Mm-hmm. Not it is. Nece- it not is. necessarily as it pertains to plans changing. Right. But if people then cancel and don't come. Right. And you've done all that. Now that maybe goes to respect as well. Uh, the last one that's obvious to me, and we touched on respect a couple times, would be attention. Mm. I think if you have a high need for attention and people are changing plans on you all the time or things get thrust at you, you're, you're, like, not, do, you're not getting any attention. Do I even matter? Right. You know, if, and especially if you don't find out. What a question. And how many people are constantly living with that? Do I even matter? Sure. You know? And, and I mean, and the sad thing is they might not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there are people... What did we say last week in the mass formation episode? 60% of adults don't have one meaningful relationship in person in their life. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah. then the question to them is, do you matter? And the answer is not mm, to anybody not, else. Not a whole lot, right? right. Not much. Right. It's crazy. For how many we have? Like, man. So blessed. Oh, my gosh. So here's the two I want to talk about real quick. Yeah. Encouragement and support. Yeah. Encouragement is, how can I help you with this? Mm-hmm. Support is, let me help you with mm-hmm. this. Or, you know, No, encouragement is, you can do this. Support is, let me help you do this. Right. Does that get impacted when plans change? 
And again, not if somebody said, I'm going to come help you with this. And now they say, no, I'm not going to help you with this. Hmm. But I think it's a gray area. And that's the one I had, in the, the two I had in the middle. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, encouragement and support. I mean, it's a good pod. I, I don't know. Cause like my, so again, my mind goes to like, what if like we put a party together? I'll go to the party thing again. And then it doesn't happen. Well, then I could offer my support to somebody that needs to like reschedule and make it happen again. But that's not that's nope. not it. No, that's the re- that's the that's, that's the reaction. Comforting yeah, somebody right. Yeah, exactly. After that. Yeah. But does it hurt somebody in their emotional? Is, is their emotional need of support taken from them when just plans change? Uh, well, I, I honestly well, don't know how to answer this. I well, maybe it depends on what what the thing right. is. Right. So, like, if you're helping somebody move. And then, like, nobody shows up. Oh. Like, yeah. You got, that could be, you got, that, you that'll be, no a, that'll be a number of things, but yeah. yeah. That'll yeah. be a lot of things, actually. That's, that's kind of the most, most of them. Right. <laughs> Your real friends show up on moving day, just saying. Yeah. Um, but, like. Or the really bored people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that's kind of an obvious one. I think it's, it depends also, like, in your involvement in what's happening. Because yeah. if you're, like, just starting to be a part of a friend group, and then you're excited about something, and plans changed, you know. See, that's even belonging. Yeah. But encouragement, it, it's only if you're the one planning and then everybody cancels and you don't feel encouraged by all that. And that comes back to the appreciation. It could be deflating. Right. Yeah. So what do you do? What do you do if plans change and you do get hurt a lot? What's the solution? Well, I mean, if all we do is identify and there's no solution, what do you do? That's interesting because like, some, as we're talking about this, you lost a kid to cancer. Correct. And not while we talked about this. Not while we talked about okay, this. Good. No. At least Gosh. I'm not aware of that. That, that, would duck. Be, that would be a development. <laughs> that would be a development. Um, but one of the things that stands out to me about what, when you tell your story about Trey, is you find out on Christmas Eve. Correct. Ugh. And one of your first thoughts was, wow, this is going to be very inconvenient. And, and that's doing. not callous. A that's not a ca- like some people might go, oh, that's callous. No, number one that. was I might lose my son. Number two was this is going to be a lot of doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pl- Christmas, that Christmas Eve, your plans changed. Quite a bit. And I was supposed to preach. For the long term. And, and so you're saying the question that you just asked was what? What do you do if you are constantly if you're one of the people that when plans change, that's bad. So mm-hmm. one of these emotional needs is always hurt. You're, you know, because like I'm like you plans change. It depends on what it was, but I'm cool. Like, let's roll with it. You yeah, know, it Doug, does, Doug's it, over here shrugging his shoulders all yeah. over the place. <laughs> but what if you're the person that's like, no, they cannot change. Like, mm-hmm. How do you, is that just who you're going to be the rest of your life? And here, let me add this because I was going to finish with this, but I'll add this to that question. What if you're in a relationship with somebody? Who is like, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're the person that is, these plans have to go off no, just not like whatever. This. Or vice versa. Right. You're the person that has to, that's cool. And you have a spouse that's like, no, this has to happen. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that? I think we had a, an episode on this, right? Um, I think we, I think we touched on this at one point um, when you have that kind of conflict within your relationships. Um, well, Spoiler alert! It's pretty much the same answer, but go on. Um, I don't don't I didn't really have an answer ready. Oh. <laughs> I just was. <laughs> I to... Well, number one is you want to make sure that you you know did you have major life events, mm-hmm. whether it be having a child with cancer or a parent leave or a parent die or trauma at some point in time. If you have major life events, hurts, trauma that have not been healed emotionally, mm-hmm. well, we got you got to start not start there, but you definitely want to address that because that's, what's fueling this Mm -hmm. today. You know, your situation with your friends and everything else. That's why you've done a lot of work to heal from that emotionally, which is why the belonging doesn't hurt you anymore. Mm -hmm. And the respect still pisses you off. Right. That's twice. I said that in this episode, I apologize. Give us a PG 13 rating. (laughs) But so number one is you got to heal the historical hurts. You got to, you got to work on the trauma so that the present day hurts aren't Mm -hmm. inflamed more than what they quote unquote should be Mm -hmm. not to put a quantitative amount to it right beyond that it's being eric say it three words open honest and vulnerable honest (laughs) and vulnerable you say to your spouse you say to the person you're in the relationship with look every time we change plans it reminds me Mm. 
of this or mm. it hurts me in this regard. Mm. Because if you don't communicate that, that person's going to just keep tromping all over your emotions and they don't know. Mm-hmm. And you can't hold them accountable for hurting for something you that they don't know that they have no idea. Right. Right. And so if, if you're just holding it in or and you have shame, go back to guilt. Mm-hmm. Oh, this it sh- shouldn't be such a big deal. OK, but it is. Mm hmm. And if you're, and now again, if this is your boss who keeps changing appointments, then you go to your spouse and you say, do you believe they changed the appointment again? Mm-hmm. And you get the comfort from there. Okay. You can't change and you may not change some people. This isn't a magic elixir. Right. But I know if Rachel says to me, Hey, when you said this mm-hmm. just the other day on Fridays, when we go to world vision to get the free stuff to give to people who need it, mm-hmm. I take her car. This isn't, well, it is plans changing. Great example, Jay. Thanks, me. <laughs> I take her CRV. She takes my car. She doesn't like to drive my car, mm-hmm. but she understands. So last Thursday night, I just went, grabbed the tag, her parking ticket, her parking pass from her car. I just made the swap. Mm-hmm. And then I came inside. She's like, well, what were you doing? I said, well, I was swapping the cars for tomorrow. And then you see the wrinkled nose mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I understand. <laughs> I said, we're, <laughs> we're in something here. <laughs> and she was good because she just said, I just really wish you would tell me and ask me before you'll go ahead and switch. Really? So she, huh. she like every time she wants to know, Hey, even though it's Friday and we do this every Friday, may I borrow your CRV? Correct. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And she wanted to know that she wanted that for whatever, you know, whether it's respect, whether it's security, whatever else it is. Well, and I could see it being like, if, if let's say you forget to tell her and then she goes out in the morning Right. That's and for her. Exactly. She right. puts a note by the door, Jay's car. Yeah. And sticks it in her lunchbox and everything else. Right. But my point is, that's a change of plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not taking this car anymore. I am. Yeah. And she communicated, hey, the way that those change of plans came about, I didn't like that. Well, I'm motivated to not have that happen again. Mm-hmm. Right. So in right. that case, it works for her. Right. Sometimes it doesn't. But it, but if she doesn't communicate it, then every Friday she's mad. And I'm like, why every Friday is she grumpy and making a face? <laughs> right. You know, she's such a jerk about it. Right. So, yeah, you have to be open and honest and vulnerable with the person that, you know, A, is causing the change of plans that is causing you to do that. Yeah. They've got to be able to receive it. Right. And then, right. And then you can work on it from there. And then when that's not possible, you got to have that close somebody, that, that, that friend, spouse, whatever, you can go to for comfort. To say, man, am I crazy in this? Mm-hmm. No, you're not crazy. Right. And to get you through that. Anything else in the plans category that we left? I, I don't think so. I just think it's fascinating. How like, deep you can take a simple. Simple thing. Yeah. Well, I think it's fascinating the contrast, the people that can go with the flow and aren't whatever. If Okay, plans change, whatever. And then people who, who, who just. Flip out. Yeah, like the world ends. You when mean the pl- get really hurt? Why do you put a judgment on that, Eric? Because I flip out sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I just, I think it's, I think it's fascinating. Like because I can't really get my mind. I mean, I guess in some respects, sometimes I can. But like, I don't know. I guess look, life is volatile, and life is going to not go the way that you want it to go. And you, you, for me, for me. For you to cling to a sense of, well, this is just the way it should be. I have trouble with those people and, um, I I don't understand them. So like this, this conversation is really interesting to me because I want to understand the people that are so rigid about, you know, this is what, this is what the intent gets into the why. Yeah. Why are they that rigid? You know, did they have to be that rigid? See my mind, Uh, because sometimes I do get irritated, like when plans change. And like a lot of it's like, because I'll have like the day planned out in my head. Sure. And then like, oh, this cha- that's going to change that. And then I'm not going to get to do that. And that annoys me because now I can't do that. Whereas like if we're on vacation, hey, who cares? You want to go to the beach? All right, fine. You want to go play? Like, whatever. I'll go. You know, mm-hmm. like, you know. So like it's it's very situational for me. But like that's where my but- brain goes. Like I've I've figured out my day. And and a lot of times I'll figure out like I'm looking forward to this, and if something happens and I get a roadblock and I know that thing that I was looking forward to isn't going to happen, mm-hmm. then that upsets me. Would you say that over? I I feel like over the past five six years, you've become you would tend more towards 
don't change the plans because I have the minutes planned out. I have like you've become a big on time person. Yeah. Like like here's the time that I have for I've this. I've always been punctual. Well, I mean, I feel like over the past couple of years, you have taken much more command of the time that you have available to get all the things yeah. done that you need to get done. Right. And if if things are if things start like it right. becomes a ripple effect. Yeah. I get uncomfortable. I remember the time where um, I I showed up here and I, I like I didn't text or anything. Oh yeah, and you lost it. And, and I, like that was like Maggie was like right an infant. It was you're you're like, like bro. You're trying to find the right floorboards <laughs> that don't squeak so you can get out of the room. And I get that. Like yeah. like that was a big thing. Yeah. Your plans changed. I, I I changed those plans. Yeah. But would you like you? I would say you lean more towards that now. Like like at least if you're gonna change the plans, give me a heads up. Yeah. Um, but like you said, when you're on vacation, you're like, whatever. Right. So, you know, do you think it's a, do you think it is something where like it can be situational, um, but people lean one way or the other? Your reaction to plans changing can be situational is your question. Yeah. But uh, yes, number one. And then also, do you think that people, um, lean one way or the other in, in, (laughs) in certainly, certainly it can be situational because, that can be situational as to where your hurts lie. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was also going to say, yes, it can be situational. And two, it can depend on who is disrupting it. Well, that's the situation. <laughs> but that's the situation. That's true. That's part of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just so. And can, oh, it's so and so. And can you be that way in general? For absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because that goes to your overall sense of, right. of hurts and needs and where your hurts mm-hmm. go. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, it's both. It's it's so interesting, like the web of variables, you know, like how have you been hurt in the past? What needs you need, you know, that that you struggle with or the, that you have a high need of, and then how have you healed? You know, that's it's it is such a fascinating thing to see how all of these different elements make the person and mm-hmm. how they react to the different, you know, the different things. And yet people just walk through life like, what a jerk. Yeah. He spazzed out. And all he said was, I had to go get tire air in the tires. Uh-huh. And you're like, no, it's not about that. It's yeah. a lot more. How many fights, yeah. how many fights in relationships, you know, stem from just the, like you said, not, not talking about that. Look, when you, when you do this, when you don't take out the garbage, um, that changed my plans. And that really hurts because of this, but you never address it. And so every time that that garbage isn't taken out, it becomes a bigger <laughs> you know, just a bigger gash in that particular mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that wraps it up for episode 143. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. I'm all on a carpet. Like I didn't eat the bone, but I kept the bone for myself, and uh, it was it was a delicious bone. Bucky Saddle Shop. He's sabotaging his own life. <laughs> <laughs>